Hey, hey, hello. Hey, hey, hello. That's from um, Party Girl with Parker Posey. Do you remember oh, okay. that movie? Because I saw you like take a breath. And, like, I you was going to say Shalom. I don't know why no. I was going to say that, and then I switched. I the guess last I'm glad minute. you switched. Yeah, yeah. Shalom. That's I don't not know really where it was came from. I just thought it would be funny. Representation of the comedy know. couch. Ah, it's the comedy kvetch. <laughs> the, with well, Dennis it might and actually Tony hello and welcome. The comedy kvetch clatch. I don't like when people spell coffee with a K, like coffee clatch. No, they can all suck it. <laughs> uh, it's the Comedy Couch, and uh, I'm Dennis Hensley. Yeah, I'm Tony Tripoli, and I'm not in a terrible mood. That's good. No, I feel like I should open with that because I think people are like, wait, this is a departure. Yeah. And so... You're in a... How would you describe it? I'm, I'm in it like a six. All I'm right. not like in a great mood. Right. Uh, but, you know, it's a stressful week, Dennis. It is a stressful week. I'm not going to lie. And it's hunger season. Because you've got the P-Town thing. It is. You're right. It is I'm calling it hunger season. That's good. Is that uh, accurate? No, that I like. See, I don't like summer of sass, but hunger season. (laughs) Now, that's something that I I can't sink my teeth into. The rest of it is not so much. Well, um, it is hunger season for everyone that's going to be in P-Town the first week I'm there during circuit week. Yeah. It's just not hunger season for the group coming to the second week, which is the Bears. So you go from um, circuits to Bears? Yeah. Thank God. God. It's going to be such a relief. No, but thank God it's not the reverse. Oh, that's true. Because you can't party it up with the Bears if you've got to deal with those tweakers the next week and their lack of body fat. That's true. No And their attention span. Well, don't get me started. The Bears are going to love your show, and the tweakers are going to be like... Grindering, they, yeah, they won't get it. They will grinder somebody during the first fifteen minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and blow and them. Go to the bathroom and blow them in the middle, middle of, of my show. Yeah, and come back and start the process a second time before I even get to my first story about shitting my pants. Depending on how fast they can reload. Yeah, yeah. I speaking of grinder, I'm having Joan record the. You know. Oh um, shit! I'm sorry. What do you? Oh the. Th- <laughs> Theme song? Uh, da, 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 da. There you go. Wow. I forgot to play the that theme was, song. You just got thirsty, basically, mm. is what happened. I was looking at that going, why isn't that in my belly? <sighs> um, Anyways. Joan is going to record my, uh, you know... Don't turn off your cell phones. Before the show, please turn off your cell so phones. So great. And I'm going to have her say, and you fags can go 45 minutes without grinder, so turn them off. That's great. I'm literally going to have her say it. You should. Yeah. Do you need a recording thing? Are you going to do it in studio? I and, think I'm just going to have her do it when she does little... VO at the, at the E. Perfect. Over at the E. But if they can't, for whatever reason, yeah. this is portable. Just bring her over works. to the comedy couch. Bring her, take this shit Look, in we've there. had Penelope. That's And right. the only way to top that would be with Joan Rivers That's herself. right. Exactly. She was a damn good guest. She was. She was fun. Yeah. I was worried about, um, she wasn't very close to the mic sometimes, but nobody complained or anything. I think everyone heard every every word, every breath. Good. Everything. So you just never know with tech stuff. Um, I've got a post-it and you've got a sheet. Yeah. My post-it's boring. I'm looking at at it going, God, this is lame. Um, That's not good. No, it's just not that great. Oh, here's some exciting news. (laughs) Yeah, that's what what not good means. Right. (laughs) So I had a date last week that was a very nice date, and um, we went to see Young Frankenstein at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Yeah, I love that movie. Now, last year at Outfest, I, a guy uh, approached me at the party named Matthew, and he was a fan of Sirius and had heard me on there and knew mm-hmm. my books and stuff and was very nice. He was like a fan person yeah so and he was like my boyfriend um is connected with the hollywood forever cemetery if you ever have want to come to one of those screenings just let me know and i'll hook it up and if you've ever been to one of those if you live in la it's a 
it's like a land rush in far and away. Like you can't, totally. you have to get there really early and you've got all your picnicky stuff and your blankets and you're standing yeah. in a long line and uh, it's, it's not a thing you can easy breezy do. So I call this guy a, a year later or I, I email him and I said, I, I'd like to come and, and he's like, great, I'll put you on the list. Just come just show up right before they open the gates. And um, so I did, and I, it was, I had all my stuff or whatever. I got there. We were driving down the street, and there were all these people standing on the street in line, mm-hmm. like way beyond the cemetery. It was like yeah. wrapping around the block. And, I, and uh, my date was like, what's this? And I'm like, well, this is kind of where we're going. And I said, but I think it might be, we might have to deal with, we not, might not have to deal with these people. And now, I have to interrupt because what? people that don't know you well yes. don't know that while walking just past everyone in the line yeah. right up to the front to say I'm on the list is not difficult for me at all. Yeah. It is really, really tough for you. Depending on the environment. I'm yeah. a, I'm a rule keeper. Right. I like to p- keep the rules. And so and um, you don't ask to see supervisors no. or managers very <laughs> And that's like, kind of like your hobby. It's, it's like one like... of my most favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> If I were getting another tattoo, it would say, may I speak to your supervisor? Because <laughs> sometimes at work, I'll hear you on the phone with somebody going it's round and round. It's never good if you hear me on the phone at yeah. work, ever. And you're going round and round on somebody. But, you're, My but, favorite I, thing but I feel is, like it's frustrating for you, but I also feel like it's kind of like an art form. Like I feel like you're trying out new it. things. Like you're, I'm going to try the, I'm Work gonna go, shopping. Like, yeah. a pit, like, a, like sword fighting. Like I'm going to parry and then I'm going to retreat. And well, it is back. true because I've just recently uh, discovered this tactic. Which is? Well, that's not acceptable. Yeah. That's good. When they say, oh, we can't do the blah, blah, blah. We're really sorry that it didn't yeah. arrive on Tuesday and you paid to have it overnight and it's not yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, I understand that. That's not acceptable. Yeah. So now I need you to do something. Yeah. Well, all we can really do is say, I'm sorry. That's not acceptable. Yeah. Because then they have to. So that's a really, wow. that's a little That's tip. a good tip. Mm-hmm. So we get up to the front. That would be my other tattoo. One arm would that's, say, may I speak to your supervisor? supervisor? And the other would say, that's not that's acceptable. Not acceptable. So um, we get up to the front, and it turns out we are on the list. We pull into the cemetery. They haven't even opened the gates yet. We park in employee parking, and we go down there with our blanket, and we're right in the front. We have our pick of the grass, wherever we want to be. And it was a hookup of all hookups. And the guy said, uh, Matthew's very generous and sweet, said, well, you know, whenever I want to do that, it's no no sweat. That's great. Yeah, and I was like, I want to send you a copy of Screening Party as a thank you. And he's like, I've got it. Wow. So there's that. So I have to think of something else. But um, – the other weird thing is his boyfriend bought the Hollywood Forever Cemetery like 10 years ago. Who buys a cemetery? I didn't even know you could buy a cemetery. I Well, I mean... Somebody, I guess, has to own him. But you know what I mean? Like, who would think to... Do you... But you only own the land? Like, you don't own the dead bodies, do you? I don't know how it works. Yeah, but I don't he know. Bought it. Well. He bought uh, it. Yeah, and turned it around. So... From a place with a lot of dead people to now that they're living it up, <laughs> it's uh, movies on, and more. On top it's of those literally dead people. more movies and more. Have you ever been to one of those screenings? I did go to yeah. one once, and yeah. it was real fun. It is real fun. So I marked it off the list, and you're done. That's you know, <laughs> you know how I. Yo, it. if it's not Tony, fried, what does your dream board have on it? Nothing. Oh my god, just a yeah, funnel cake, basically <laughs> in the middle. Um, so that was the story of that, but um. The guy I had the date with works peripherally involved in reality television, uh, not full time, but a little bit. And um, he taught me a new word. You know, like how on every show there's the bitch and there's the douche douchebag and then there's the nice girl or whatever on the right. reality show. 
uh, a new term called douche boat. Okay. Do you know what that would be? No. A dream boat mm. who turns out to be a douche. Okay. So it's like the producers are like, you know what? We've got our good girl. We got our bitch. We just need a good douche boat. Well, <laughs> I mean, I love the term douche boat. I yeah, think it's really funny. I like that. The douche boat. <laughs> Soon we'll be making another run. So I um, did, I uh, g- got a call about a month ago uh, from my agent saying, you know, you've been booked by E to do this clip yes. show, the 50... Uh, biggest douche boats? 50 biggest douche boats. 50 <laughs> most, you know, smackdown-tastic reality moments or whatever it's one of those 50 most about reality shows yeah and um which basically knowing that it's e it's the 50 most clearable reality moments because it's like it would be anywhere though wouldn't it yeah but it's not like they're gonna spend a lot of money to buy that fear fear factor episode where the whatever guy pukes because it's like oh no they want three thousand dollars for that clip no no it's not that it wasn't it's not even the top we'll just get the dog that says i rob you and like that one's sixty dollars and it's a youtube and it's not there's no quality and no so whatever and so but that's how he works and so if i've been booked for it and then canceled i was supposed to do it last friday and they called thursday and canceled which was good because i still had not received any of the material and so then again, they said, well, we'll move it to this Friday, which would be yesterday. And uh, as of Thursday morning, you know, I get an, an email from my agent saying, OK, you're booked at one o'clock tomorrow. And I was like, well, no, because it's one o'clock on Thursday now. And I don't have any of the 50 things that I'm supposed yeah. to. And I can't just talk about 50 things. That's a lot. In like 24 hours from now. You should have read that tattoo. Yeah. So That's I'm going to need acceptable. to speak to somebody's supervisor. <laughs> yeah. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. <laughs> and he was like, well, that's the only day that they're shooting. So do you want to turn down this paying job? And I said, you know what? It's acceptable. It's all. I, I can work with them. Work with them. I just, I, I just, know. I just put a thumb over the you know knot what? on my finger. I'm putting some <laughs> derma blend, and I'm covering that tattoo like Winona forever. And so, I'm Wino forever now. Just turning in, into a string of roses. <laughs> May I speak to your roses? And so, because you know, it's like there's a check, you know, and yes. so, so I get the stuff and. And, you know, first of all, they send a page of like 30 of the things and I can count. So I'm like, okay, this like 29 or 30 things, that's not 50. Yeah. So I'm already envisioning a situation here where I could be caught unawares, as they say. But I'm like, whatever. I have a lot to. Meaning you get there and they ask you about something you didn't know about. Of course. You know, of course, that you know, that's going to happen. Right. And then it's my first time doing one. I want to make a good impression and be super prepared. And they say, what do you think about this kitty pageant clip? And it's like the one episode of a kitty pageant show that I haven't seen. Yeah. And I have bupkis. Right. That's what I'm imagining. So I start watch clicking on these links that they sent me. And a third of them. Well, the, the problem. The, the, okay. We have an amazing production team on Fashion Place. And they really are all about going above and beyond. And they really... Cross every T and dot every I. And, you know, so you get a little spoiled when you work with people that run at that level of excellence. And this particular, I know they've been, this group has been struggling with getting the actual clips licensed and solidified. And so there hasn't, they've been really under the gun. Right. And because of that, 
And also, I, I have to say, I've worked with a lot of these people before on the dish. And maybe, you know, none of these, they were, none of them were going to win employee of the month. I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm not calling anyone incompetent or stabbing anyone in the back, but it, which, you know, we're not friends still anyway. So it's not like it's stabbing in the back when you don't speak. But the point is when you've let them go, moved was, on. Had I not known who had put the, this list together, I would have asked to speak to somebody's supervisor. Right. Let's just say they're not going to be on the blanket that you take to the Hollywood Forever Cemetery, which <laughs> you're never going to do line. again because you've already done it they once. They can wait in the line. Yes. And so whatever. So anyway, but I'm clicking on these links and like this one is called like Gordon Ramsay bitch. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously this is going to be a Hell's Kitchen clip where yeah. he calls someone a bitch or they say bitch a bunch of times or someone. And I watch this clip and it's like, you know, whatever, six minutes or however long it is. And there's not one bitch in the whole six minutes, but there are about 250 times that someone says dickhead. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this would be Gordon Ramsay dickhead. Yeah. So now I'm like, do I write jokes for Gordon Ramsay dickhead? knowing that there's a 50% chance that I'm going to get there. And they'll be like, no, that's not the clip. It's Gordon Ramsay, bitch. And I haven't seen it and I have no jokes. So I'm like, whatever, I'm just going to rack my brain here and I'm going to write jokes that have the word dickhead in them, but that would still make sense if we change dickhead to bitch. Right. Which is now adding another level of difficulty and time consumption and whatever. And then it's like Charlie Sheen on 2020 and I open the link and it's a 44 minute. Yeah. It's the entire hour without commercials of Charlie Sheen's like I, it's this is happening in like nine hours I have to commit and you're sending me 44 minutes to watch the trip like what's the clip is my question but you know it's you're talking about this whole event of him yeah. going on 2020 yeah. so it's not like the dish or the soup where there is a 30 second clip yeah. so you know and a lot of them were like it's this whole 22 minute episode of a show and you're kind of going well okay this is a lot to watch, but whatever, you know, so I get through it and I, I write some really, really funny jokes and I'm really pleased and I don't get a lot of sleep and, but that's what it is. And you know, there's going to be a check. So I'm, and so I go uh, to work on Friday and, um, at 1230, a couple of the girls that I used to work, work with on the dish swing by our area. Um, cause they know some of the other people that work on fashion police and they're like, Oh yeah, you're shooting today. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to go over right now. Um, and so, I had a, and I'm like, you know, um, who, you know, who's going to be running the session? And they were like, well, probably you'll have like the camera guy, the sound guy, the makeup guy, and then there'll be a producer there. Um, and it'll probably be Chris, who is one of the girl, one of the writers from the dish who I really like, and she's really great and super on it. And I was like, awesome. Okay. Um, now, you know, the old head writer from the dish, Jesse, you know, we never, we didn't really see eye to eye a lot and I'm really choosing my words carefully and trying to be very diplomatic and professional now. But so, you know, I mean, whatever. So I was like, okay, well, Jesse's not going to be there. Cause that would be, you know, it'll be just like a weird, you know, it would be kind of a, no, oh God, it was no. Jesse and Eric were <laughs> your ex Eric. We're going to be exactly. Running. It would like, I would like my Jesse and Eric. Um, they both stole a lot from me and took credit for it. So I would, that's, that would be my dream team. And so, but whatever, it's not a big, and so they're like, Oh no, no, she's, really super she wouldn't be there she only was there for one it was when we had nene leaks come in and do commentary sure but everyone else and i'm like great okay no problem and you know it is what it's so i walk over and the girl that's walking me over to where we're shooting in this little office is like um oh my gosh i hear that your podcast is super funny 
And I go, what? Check it. Don't wreck it. Not because of that. But <laughs> she's like, in spite of that, and the Summer of Sass, I hear that the podcast is really funny. What's it called again? Because I need to go on iTunes while you're doing your thing. I need to. And I'm like, well, what you could do is be cleaning up some of those messy links you were sending out. But that's fine. Go, no, go on no, iTunes. No, we need the fans. The Link schmink. Whatever. It's water under the bridge. Yeah. And, um, but, and she's so cute, which reminds me of another thing. There are so many cute, young, fuckable babes walking around E. If you're a straight guy at E and you're not getting some. If you're not balls deep every other you day. You need to look at yourself and figure out what it is about you that's so repellent. Because yeah. there are cuties everywhere and they're open to it yeah so i just wanted to say that anyway so we go in there and she's like yeah um who was just talking about it and i was like well not jesse because she's not a fan of mine and and i don't think chris ever really listened to the podcast and i don't think the girls that work on production really i don't know i have no idea who you could have been who in the office would have said oh tony has a really funny podcast she goes, oh, it's we have a new producer named Russ who just moved from New York, and he's listened to it. What's whatever. his name, Russ? Russ. Russ. Oh, yeah. And, um, and I was like, wow, that's like so neat to find out that someone that neither of us actually know yeah, listens and is a right couch on. potato. Okay. So we get to the room, and we go in, and there's Jesse, And she's like, hi. And I'm just like... <laughs> It's like, uh, yeah, I, I just imagine her arms folded and her legs crossed, like with but a little smile. But it was all there was a there was a smile. I mean, it was definitely we were both aware, but we're both professionals. And yeah. look, she needs me to go in and be funny because that makes her job easier. Right. I need, you know, the job and yeah, want to do, do a good so job. It's, like every, it's all we're yes. rising above it. It's not. It's, yeah. I'm, no one's going to turn on their heels and storm out of the room. No. Um, and. So, but it's that thing where it's like, I'm sitting there and they're putting the makeup on the powder on me and, you know, and it's like, Hey, you know, how's it going? And it's like, she's being, she's clearly making an effort to be super friendly, like in a way that she never did when we worked together five days a week. But, but what I mean is like, she's, we're by her extra friendliness. It's a way to point out how uncomfortable it is. And I'm, so we're both, it's what it is. It's totally fine. And, but then this guy walks in who's clearly like above her who's in charge and he's like hi i'm russ and i go really and he goes i am so so jesse is like just said like one thing to me one like awkward kind of momenty thing like i'm trying to be nice but i don't really mean it then one of those things that people do and she barely gets it out and russ is like hey tony i'm so excited to meet he comes like bounding in and he's like podcast podcast i'm such a fan and so the dynamic in that moment totally shifts right because whereas jesse was anticipating me being uncomfortable because i was coming into like her world now her boss is like i just think you're hilarious and you and dennis are so great and i love the podcast and what about this story and this and he's like remember when you said that and da 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 and just some some of the biggest hits yeah yeah um, Tell the massage story. Oddly enough, he didn't mention the summer of sass <laughs> in one of his favorites. I'm just throwing He's that out. You know why? Because if you listen, you know that sure. you don't give a shit about it. Yeah, he would save he that. He would save it for you. Yes. But so anyway, it was that moment where you're at the low end of the seesaw, and then slowly the seesaw shifts That's a nice. little, All right. and maybe we were on even playing field, or maybe right. maybe it was a little more like, oh, okay, I right. can do this now. And it was a little. It was the confidence boost. You know, egoist that I needed. Okay, so then I start doing it, and they have written 
a bunch of jokes. So when we got to the like 10 things that I hadn't seen, um, they would have some jokes that they had prepared for people. Cause a lot like Jerry Springer is not going to come in with jokes or having yeah, seen anything sure. so that, you know, and so, um, but I did mine and, and, and Je- Jesse was really cool about it. I gave her a copy of all mine and she was like, Oh, make sure you do this one. I like this one. And you know, yeah. it was, it ended up being very supportive and totally professional and not ass clinchy or any of that stuff. Right on. Um, but then Russ never laughed. So when it was over, I was like, so how'd that go? And he was like, um, that was really great. And I was like, cause you never laughed once like, or even smiled. And he goes, well, I can't laugh because you can't ruin the take. And I go, everyone else found a way to get a laugh in. And you just sat there full. And he's like, no, I'm working. I'm marking things. And I was just busting his balls because he was super nice. And it was a great experience. And I can't, you know, wait to see. How um, long did you do it for? Oh, it's like two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah, it's a long awesome. time. But um, and they were all just so great. And the sound guy was, you know, like the straight guy with like a weird name. And I was teasing him. And they were all just really fun, cool people. And I loved it. And he's going to be a new friend of ours. I'm telling you. Who, I Russ? said to him. Yeah, I said to him. Does he work? Email, which building does he work in? Uh, across the street. The Oprah oh, right building. on. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know, email me when you're done with this. Because I know it's going to be intense now that they're going. Right on. But, and, you know, we'll go chev it up, and he's excited to meet you. And I love it. What's so, his yeah. last name? Do you know him? Yeah, well, yeah and I don't want to say. Like, I don't okay. want to point out anything. Oh, yeah, you don't need to. I was but he gonna... was really, really great. So that's... That's the reach of this podcast. Sometimes it's overwhelming. It's okay. It takes you aback. Yeah. It's good. So there you go. Um, what was your favorite clip and that also, you got to talk about? And also, let me also just say, this is one of the rare times where a television executive says to you, we have two clip shows we're going to do this summer, and I'm going to put you on camera in both of them. Yes. And you think, yeah, right. And then a month later, two months later, whatever, I get a call from my agent, and it's... So it's happening. Yes, it's happening. Because you were... James is a television executive who... True to his word. ...is doing what he says he's going right. to do, and I think that's fucking commendable. Cause that's right. people in TV are not honest sometimes. No, that's cool. Yeah. And we don't know the, the official name yet. Or you can't remember. Yeah, it's the 50 most... Something. Yeah. We'll, pl- we'll get a good plug in before yeah, yeah, it's yeah. time. Um, I saw Jackie Clark's show the other night. She the delightful Jackie Clark. Uh, who I used to work with on Twist and has also worked on Big Gay Sketch Show and has also helped on Fashion Police. Yeah. It was Jackie who re- described the Queen of England as kind of hot and a little bit of a quilf. Yeah. Um, she just booked a job as a writer on Happy Endings. So and everyone's been talking about how good that show is. So now it's in the TiVo. Yeah, and the pilot she sure starts, wasn't. I I could see w- the potential. Oh yeah, you definitely could yeah. see. Okay, if they can turn it down yeah. a little, then you know. I like the characters and yeah. So people love that show and say it's like Friends with like more jokes, like faster paced, like more mm-hmm. like rat a tat tat kind of That's dynamic. Good. Yeah, I love Jackie and I want good things. To happen. I know. I'm so excited for her. Um, Men of a Certain Age is back, and I f- love that show so much. I did cried. you watch it? I did. Oh, okay. We can delete it now. I forgot if I deleted it or not. I cried at the end. Really? I find it incredibly moving. I loved, like, the first season, and but then I missed the entire second season. I know. So. I downloaded them. I watched them all on iTunes. Yeah. I, I, Ray Romano is my secret sexy crush. Okay. And you, my other one is Steve Zahn. Oh, the, I get that one. Yeah. I Yeah. But, you know, I just imagine that Steve Zahn would smell like pot smoke a lot. I'd live with that, I, I guess. Wouldn't. No. I wouldn't. We need to talk to his yeah. supervisor. It's yeah, unacceptable, unacceptable. <laughs> It's unacceptable. Oh, have you seen China's clip? 
Uh, let me think. No. Well, first of all, you need to Google China clit, but not C H I N A, or you'll get a bunch of little tiny ones. Right. Uh, with straight pubic hair. Yeah. But this is C H Y N N A, the okay. wrestler, I guess, as she's known as. Um, because she's clearly taking a lot of steroids, and that makes a woman's clitoris grow. And now, apparently, are these just, are these the p- clitoris and the penis, every, we all start out, you know, female, and we all have a, a clitoris. But then right. as we become male in the womb, yeah. the urethra grows through the yeah. little baby clitoris and becomes a penis. Right. So... They're really, really similar. And so she's got like this like three inch long clitoris and it just, it looks like a little baby's Now, penis. is this picture something that she wants us to see or is it like secret stolen picture? Well, I'm not sure. There, there's more than one. There's, it's a photogenic clitoris. I mean, it's, it's sat for a couple of photo shoots, but I know she has a porn video yeah. about to come out and wow. her wrestling contract, her wrestling company says, you're fired from your wrestling contract if you do that. So now she has to decide to stop this porn from being released or to stay a wrestler. I just. I'm so worried about her brand. I know. I'm I really just, worried about her brand. Well, she's just out of celebrity rehab. I just I don't think this is. The move. Yeah. Um, and speaking of uh, people with shows, um, do, did you ever meet Paolo Andino, who I work with on Big Gay Sketch Show? Um, was he the super handsome guy? The super handsome guy that I played think he Naldo. Came once. I think to he, some, came to he came to Mismatch Game. Yeah. Yes, he did. He's. I think he's moved out here now, and he was going to go to Jackie's show with me, but he ended up working. Um, I saw a pilot that he did, like an independent, like mm-hmm. self-produced pilot, awesome called Swallow. That was so funny, and I don't. I hope it something happens with it. But it, it was won't. just like but uh, it's, produced. I'm glad it's funny. <laughs> it's really funny, and he plays like a British guy, and he's great in it, and it really looked great, and. I thought the writing was good. And then I talked to the director and the writer and stuff afterwards. And they were just scrappy guys. Like the, the writer wasn't a professional writer. He yeah. worked at CBS and event, I, I'm not even sure in some other field, but I thought it was so professional. And like, if you had told me he was, you know, got the Emmys and was on staff yeah. for this, that and the other. Yeah. That's so, exciting. I know. I like when people try to make shit happen. It reminds me that, you should try to do that. Stuff I have sometimes. to uh, poll the audience. I'm yes. not phoning a friend. Okay. And I'm not going to eliminate one wrong answer. I'm going to, I would like to poll the audience, please, Regis. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did something that I think is funny, but now. Does it involve Ryan Gosling? No. <laughs> I saw the trailer of his new movie last night. Jesus Christ. I have not spent enough time loving him yeah. in my heart. Anyways, okay. Um, he, yeah, no, he's he's a delight. Um, I on my website, um, my the web guy, I have this these this quote from Alec Mappa and this quote from Joan Rivers, right. that are on my postcards for P Town, right. Um, and by the way, Couch Potatoes, you've left the nicest comments, so thank you so much. As soon as I posted those, the pictures on Facebook, everyone is you know, there's a lot of woof type sure. things be and I appreciate everyone. Right. Um and one person said, Oh, look what Photoshop can do. And I just want you to know that I unfriended him instantly. <laughs> and here's the thing. Um and, and I gotta tell you it hurt my heart. I really I'm sorry, did hurt my but heart. Like if you're gonna try to like don't try to be fucking cl- oh I'm being set no. If we're actually friends, then feel free to leave a snarky comment. 
But if we're just Facebook friends that have never met, it is so easy and you have to a ton of fucking those. unfriend you. Like, it is easy. People aren't unfriending enough. If I get one fucking post on my, what is it called, your wall? Your wall about how you got an iPad for 99 cents or whatever. Guess what happens? You're unfriended. I don't think a lot of people do that yeah. themselves. Well, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you got clearly. spammed. You're unfriended. You're yeah. out. Wow. Now, if, it, if And you're always so reaching out to people through that way anyway. <laughs> so it's they're going to miss out on all your words of encouragement right? and yeah, taking exactly. an interest in them. Totally. It's really going to cramp gonna their that so- friendship. It's not a really friendship. Be- <laughs> it's yeah. not a friendship. Yeah, yeah, no shit. We've never met. So guess what? <laughs> if you become at all a burden or an annoyance, you're out. And don't have a birthday with cake, whatever you do. <laughs> Did you see that thing that that Dave wrote about Alonzo's birthday? Oh, that yeah. about I'm a pussy yeah. if I was avoiding carne asada fries and yes. pumpkin. Yeah, and I wrote back, you were right, sir. I am a pussy. Let's and not I act wrote like back, that's any kind of news. <laughs> I wrote back, oh, there were carne asada fries? How did I fucking miss the carne asada fries? Yeah. Shit. But so anyway, so on the poster are these coot duke was a quote from Joan Rivers and a quote from Alec right. Mappa. So when my web guy, what guy was updating the website, he put the quote like on every page up at the top. It like stays for like five seconds and then it flashes to the other quote. Okay. And I was like, well, comedy works in threes. I need like a third quote. So now it says uh, the second funniest woman in comedy, Joan Rivers. Yes. And then it says uh, Alex quote is something about he's so hot. He doesn't have to be funny and so funny. He doesn't have to be hot. So go see the show or something really nice. Alec Mappa. And then the, it changes and it says, at least you don't have AIDS. Tony's mom. <laughs> like, that's funny, right? Like, people aren't going to get upset. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's one <laughs> of the funniest parts of your act. It's not in any way a slam on anyone who is HIV positive. It's not about that. It's about moms saying dumb right. Things but you—that's when you have enough time to set it up. So, so I do don't you know. Think if you just I don't saw know that you would be like, "Ugh." I don't know because I know the story and I know that's the what part I'm sending out to the couch potatoes. So ask them. Yeah, I want to know if I need that has to come down yeah. because it makes me a bad person. Um, it's probably not going to come down, but I just, I would like to <laughs> And you know what? Thoughts. So many other things have that covered. And so many other things that make me know that I'm a bad person, that it's, so it's you know, whatever. That is one of my favorite lines in your whole act. Needle in a haystack. Um, all right, go ahead. I, I'm curious have... to hear what the people say. Yeah. I think that's... I just thought that might be a topic for discussion. I know. It's a, um, polarizing, um, what's it called? Well, you know what, Dennis? Art is a supposed to brand. make you feel things. It is. A fire, there's a word for it. It's like a, mm, I can't think of it. Something that you poke with. It'll come to me. (laughs) There's a word. Yeah, it's like um, dividing, like a wedge issue. Uh, God damn, I sound like I'm on pyramid. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Um, You want to know something that's bullshit, and I should say that's not acceptable. Maybe take a page out of your book. So I go to... um, I'm never going to write a, a new... book, but yeah, go What's ahead. What's that? I'm never going to write a book, but it's flattering. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to go. I went to Best Buy to get a new clock radio because the CD part doesn't play on mine. Mm-hmm. So I have the radio. And I thought, I'm going to get one so you can listen to my iPod or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So they have those. I get it. Um, I come home. I hook it up. There's only FM radio. That seems like bullshit, right? No you, AM? No AM. Because sometimes I like to listen to like, you know... AM talk like Stephanie Miller in the morning or whatever, mm. but it just seems like a no brainer that if you if it, the clock radio has both, yeah, that if it's going to be called a radio, <laughs> yeah, it should it should have act- yeah that, that is, seems, seems odd right? I guess it does because what is it? 
it's one little click. I mean, I know it's not how like hard it's a is space. it? They've yeah. got they've got jacks and holes for things and. Do they have a jack that you can hook up an AM radio to? I hope so. As an now, input? my old Coca Cola radio that's shaped like a bottle. Like, yeah, it's not acceptable. That is not acceptable. But I might accept it. Well, um, I have another thing that's not acceptable. Which is, I went on Grinder yesterday. Right on. Um, and here's what happened. I was driving back from After, shooting the yes. Eclipse show. Okay. And, you know, I was sort of feeling good, and it was fun, and I had done it, and, you know, and it went great, and Russ was really cool, and whatever. It was a good thing. It was a great experience. And Is Russ cute? That's what I want to know. He is, Yeah, he's very handsome. But he right also on. is listening to this, I'm sure, podcast, All so right. I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck that little producer. Like, I, what am I supposed to? He, yes, he's all right. You can't deny that he's okay. You notice how handsome he is. Right on. We'll say that. There you go. All um, right. You know, boyfriend? But, how old? I don't know if he has a boyfriend. Okay. Um, is he gay? He's got to be gay. Oh, yeah. I assume. Yeah. Right on. I mean, I don't mean like he's flamboyant or anything, but I just assumed. I'm trying to think of what. Anyway, th- that's not the point. But yes, he's Russ is cute. Um. I went on Grinder because I was the traffic going down Wilshire through Miracle Mile was like literally not moving. It was like five o'clock on a Friday, like four forty-five on a Friday. Yeah, and it was gonna be it was gonna take me an hour to get home. Shit, and so I'm sitting there in the car, and so whatever. So I'm thumbing through my phone. You could have done an affirmation. Well, (laughs) you're right, Dennis. I could have, but. Then I would have had to have pulled over, turned yeah, into someone that, else, got back in my car. I mean, it's just a lot of steps. Right. So I'm whatever. I go on Grinder and like boom, and I haven't been on in ages. Okay, right. Boom. First thing that pops up, Eric. Really? Just Eric. Like and that's like his neighborhood. That's the thing. You cannot go on Grinder. Anywhere near where your ex lives. That's no. the, what I'm bringing up here. Wow. I can never That's a be good like having a nothing day at work and go on Grinder to see who's like gay in the e-building. Yeah. Because it's too close to where Eric lives and he's going to pop up. And I didn't have the heart. He's a whore. To. <laughs> I didn't have the heart to like block him. Yeah. Which I know is what I should do. That's the answer, Tony. You block somebody once, and then you, they never yeah, pop up again. Yeah, you'll unfriend somebody for a spam yes, um, iPad. Yes, it's not even they're doing. <laughs> or trying to make a joke to a comedian. No, unfriend, you're dead to me. But but yeah, and so wow. I get his, yeah, so his picture. And so then as good I picture? was. Yeah, it's a okay. good picture. It's new. You know, okay. it's a, whatever. Um, and he's, he's like at a party having a really good time, not even talking about me. Yeah. Um, so... You know, whatever that kind of deflated the high that I was on from the. Did it bum you the, out? Yeah, like, what, whatever what it is, is the, because what I is still, his effect still? Yeah, I just miss him and whatever. Yeah. I feel like I still have a lot of unfinished. Yeah, things. you know, and then when I ran into his the guy that was his best friend a couple weeks ago, did I tell the story that I ran into his friend and they're not friends anymore? Yes, I. Well, no, I don't know if you told the story, but I and think I was there. I feel like it was no, something we were at together. You weren't at the this thing. I went to see one I of feel the guys like it was from San Francisco. No, that was different. One okay. of the guys from San Francisco that I met when I went to Puerto Vallarta by myself, the three guys from San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, one of them is a fashion designer, and he was doing a runway show at midnight on a Tuesday night, 
at a gay bar in West Hollywood. He flew down from San Francisco to just do this like little runway show. And he was like, you have to come see my stuff. So I go to a bar on a Tuesday night at, to see this fucking runway show at midnight. But it was sort of run. The event was sort of produced by the guy that was Eric's best friend. I see. Okay. So I was like, oh shit, is Eric going to be there? And luckily he wasn't. And then when I was talking to his friend, he was like, yeah, we're not friends anymore. And you know, he's crazy and he's bipolar and and he had a lot of things to say. And so the, yeah. So now I can be friends with the best Eric's former friend who he and I always really got along and had a great time together. But anyway, so I'm, uh, Thinking, okay, well, I'm Facebook friends with Eric's former friend, so maybe he'll see the poster of me looking good for the dirty, sexy fun. Maybe Eric's been eating his heart out, and <laughs> that's what I'm literally thinking. And then I'm like, but he's not grinding me. So whatever. Anyway, I'm looking at people's pictures on Grinders, and someone's title, someone's category, like their header, their headline was Dirty Bottom, which is like fine. You're getting right to it. And... I, I worry if it if it means sort of Unhygienic. an attitude or an yeah no I don't thing. think yeah and so there's a picture of someone's like torso because most of it is if you're gonna like say you're a dirty bottom you're probably not gonna show your face right you know right off out out the shoot as it is it's not gonna be your headshot right um and then when I click on to like blow it up larger size that's yeah. when you can see their like secondary like headline and it was friends only. So you're on Grinder just for friends. I'm not here for hookups. It's yeah. just I'm just here for friends. But your screen name is Dirty Bottom. Yeah. That seems maybe that's you just want somebody to talk to about being a dirty no, bottom. That's, that's unacceptable. That's really hilarious though. It is fucking it's hilarious. hilarious. And so I was like, yeah. you know what, Dirty Bottom, welcome to my act. Um so there you go. <laughs> fucking Dirty Bottom. I hate him. I know, that's really funny. I want I want to for, um, Facebook friend him, yeah, just so that I can unfriend him, yeah, yeah. But you couldn't find him because um, I don't think Dirty Bottom will yeah. come up. Friends That's only. hilarious. So Did whatever. you have any luck on the grind? Were you on the grind? Is that a word? Like I was on the grind yesterday. Mm, I think you said it was grinding. Yeah, I don't I know, grinding. but I don't. No, I didn't end up because, but basically, by the time I got all the way home. I was like, then people were like, oh, sorry, I missed your text. Come over right now. I'm at like La Brea and Wilshire. And it was like, you know what? <laughs> no, it's not I'm happening. Sorry. I just sat in that like. Yeah. Which shows you what a great lover I am. Right. That I won't even get back in the car. Well, it's an unknown quantity. Tank. Well, that's true. That's true. Sort of. Well, the, maybe the most you know about it is it's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have a letter from a viewer. Do let's want, check it out. Do you want to do something on your post-it? I don't have much left. Okay. Um, we have a letter from our friend PJ, a long time right friend on. in real life, um, who I would not on Facebook. No matter what. He He's an actual friend. Your, okay. Right um, Tony, re your friend in Mexico who would not let you put, oh, who would let your, let you put your penis into his anus, but not into his mouth in order that we, the couch potato jury may reach. Oh, jury. Yeah may reach a fair verdict, I feel we need one more piece of critical evidence. That is, we need to know the sequence of the events. For if he rejected the insertion of your penis into his mouth after you had already placed it into his anus, 
well, then you would be guilty of being dirty and disgusting and hepatitis spreading. But if he rejected your penis before anal insertion, when your penis was feces-free, then he would be guilty of being weird and oddly prudish, as you have already put forward. Please advise. So, yes. he's, He's bringing up the ATM Issue, yeah, it which was, I didn't know about. It was not. Recently. I was not trying to go to the ATM. No, to make a withdrawal or a no. deposit. I guess as yeah. it were. Uh, no, it was. It was in the, the more st- traditional right sequence. Right. So, I just thought it was odd. And, but you know, it's not like I'm ever gonna see him again. You might. Oh yeah, I'm sure. What was the difference between the two Mexico trips? I had sex on the second one. And you didn't on the first one Nothing. at all. Zero. Okay. Zero. Because I th- well, I thought there was that bathhouse thing that was like kind of, but not really. Yeah. No, it didn't. We when I the guy said, "Come with me to this place where we can sit in the hot right, tub." Right, right, right. I was like, but the second I got in that hot tub, I was like, I can't be in this hot tub. Yeah. I'm get, something's gonna crawl in my pee hole. Yeah. One of those bugs that crawls in your pee hole and then opens its spines right. and gets stuck in there. And I think they're probably only in the Amazon. If they are in a second place, they're at the Bath Casa. Yeah. In Puerto Vallarta, for sure. La Casa de Bath. Something like that. Um, so that th- those were the main differences. Yeah. And the pleasure of my company. I had way more fun yeah. with you. We had a fucking great... That was like one of the best vacations I ever took in my life. I loved it. It was just what the doctor ordered. Now, um, when I came back and I was all um, remembering my fellow person, I yeah. ordered this on Amazon. Because this is his favorite movie. Oh, my God. And it's Dennis. also one of yours. And I want to know if you want to watch it before I send it to him. Even if I can, uh, even if the mail would go through. Because I sent him some So You Think You Can Dance DVDs. So uh, Dennis just handed me a DVD of The Blue Lagoon starring Brooke Shields, who cares, and Christopher Atkins, the famous But check CA. out the special features. There's lots of, uh, it may yeah. have to be opened Talent and files. enjoyed before it goes away. Well, there's. I love that the comment, there's one commentary track with the director, the writer, and Brooke Shields, and then a second commentary track that's just the director and Christopher Atkins. Yeah, and you, we all know where that one goes. Well, that, that, would, that one starts with, oh, is that the pizza? Oh, I don't know. Like, what? <laughs> I just can't believe that they wouldn't. They couldn't the get same them all room. together. No, they hate each other. No, I don't know why. It's double the fun. But look, then there's like, my eyes are bad, but isn't it original Brooke Shields pictures or something? Yeah, like photo albums and talent files. I am against putting the auditions on the DVDs, and I hate that when they show people's auditions on Access Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, because actors are so vulnerable when they're auditioning. Yeah, when you're auditioning, that's between you and just the casting people and the producers and the director. That's not ever to be consumed by the public. That's not your performance. I get it. That's totally off limits. I would like to hear other couch potatoes, especially like Dave and Alonzo our movie buffs. Do you think that's fair game? I say that is off limits. How often do you see that? It's all the time. Really? Any big I DVD... can only, the only one I can think of that I've seen recently is some of the Glee stuff on entertainment. Tonight. No, Robert Pattinson, his uh, audition for like water for elephants, I think was right. leaked and all kinds of people's auditions. And then especially yeah. when people didn't get the job. Oh, that's that's awesome. fucked. Awful, up. I mean, like the you know the whole Back to the Future thing where Crispin Glover shot was playing Marty McDowell for so many weeks. Wasn't it Eric oh, Stoltz? I mean, Eric Stoltz yeah. was doing it. Did They're the first, showing like, three that. Weeks. Yes, it's on the DVD. That's some bullshit. You can get like the three weeks worth of footage that he shot and stuff. That like 
you fucking fired me and then replaced yeah. me. I bet you're gonna still make Cash money in on that's that's not right. Horrible. I think it is horrible. Um, my last little thing I think on my post it is um, Palm Springs Rubdown is gonna be playing at the Palm Springs International Shorts Festival uh, in a couple of weeks, and we still don't know our official date. It's hmm. they won't let us know till like the 6th or 7th. Now, is that short films or All just shorts. men in short pants? Hopefully both. When they say it's an international shorts That's festival. That's right. And uh, hopefully both. Hopefully there'll be some balls hanging out. Yeah. Um, some step-ins, mesh step-ins maybe. <laughs> um, I remember being in Palm Springs once with a friend that I'm not friends with anymore and looking at some older guy in some crazy international male outfit and he was like, ugh, I hope I'm never like that. Yeah. Something really dismissive. I'm like, I hope I am. I hope I'm still like, I hope Palm Springs, like you can rock it in your seventies, <laughs> man. Leopard print, whatever. I was like, I hope I, am. I hope I'm not, you know, in other words, I don't want to be that guy, but I want to be able to be expressive and whatever or not give a shit. And a not dead. How about not dead? Let's start there. Yeah. I look like but... he was having a good time. Well, the only thing bad about him is what other people think about him. And if he doesn't care... Yeah, but that's a lot. And let, but what if he doesn't care? Well, then, then he's magical. Then he's evolved, <laughs> and he's figured some shit out that I have not figured out at all. Like, at all. Okay? Because Jesse yeah. was literally hidden behind a light yesterday, so yeah. that was blinding in my face. There was no way I could see her. And after half the jokes, I had to, like, lean around the light so I could see what she thought. Like, I, I just needed... It to be funny to her. like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I just care way too much what everybody thinks all the time. Really? But you know, yeah, so here's another story about that. <laughs> um, that's going to make me seem shallow and bad. I, this new trainer that I'm with, um, thinks that what I need to do is have some workouts during the week be where my heart rate stays really low there's like three zones of intensity right. anaerobic and i need to yeah. be in the bottom zone right i'm in really great cardiovascular shape right and because of that um just stepping side to side if i went you know apart together apart together side to side right side if i did that for 30 seconds my heart would really elevate very quickly and i would start to sweat really really fast which is a sign of being in really good shape right but you burn less fat when it's up in the high zone. You want to be in the fat burning zone, which is the low anyway. And my body doesn't want to be there. It does not want to burn fat. It wants to rev up and okay. Right. So I was like, well, you know, on the weekends I like to do running. You can, and he's like, okay, but you can't run. You have to just walk and not even the step side. You need to walk up the paved side to the top and then walk back down the paved side. Like at like a slow, like a walk. Not even like an intense, like I was like, fuck, you know, and he's like, and you have to, I have to wear the heart monitor and like, see where I'm at and keep slowing down. And it's frustrating. Well, wouldn't you know, I go and do that today for the first time this afternoon. And I have these headphones that are Bluetooth headphones. So there's no wire at all. They just hang on your ears and my iPhone has my iPod in it. And so I can just listen to the music in the headphones that way, but there's no wires at all. So that's really convenient. But they're rechargeable, and they died 15 minutes up Runyon Canyon. So now I've got these headphones on my ears because they're really light, but there's no sound being produced anymore. Here's the thing. 
when you're wearing headphones and you walk past people, they think you can't hear what they say. And so to spend 45 minutes around a lot of people who think you can't hear what they're saying about you and people say things really loudly that you can hear easily. Oh my God. Like when it's like a group of like three or four people walking together. Cause of course you go to Runyon and there's all these guys with no shirts on running around. And if you're girls or gay guys, you're like, Oh, look at, do you know what I'm saying? Like people say things and it's so fascinating and I'm not running. So like I'm, it's like that commercial slowly. with the bionic ear where it's, it's like totally the bionic ear. But they act like it would be a good thing to hear. And it's of course it's not, not a good thing. What on earth would people say? Well, people will talk about your big ass after you pass and you're still close enough to hear it. But they think you're in front of them and you have headphones blasting and you can't hear them say anything about your big ass. What would they say about it? Like that guy's got ass. a big ass. Um, but also there were a couple of oh no's. I don't know. I'm not saying that it was necessarily 100% directed at me. They it could, could have, have spilled been, their water bottle. Right, it could have been, but I'm just saying it happened more than once. The second time I was like, oh, really? Because now I'm listening for it at this point. And then someone said, oh, there's one for you to their friend. And it made me realize that whenever you say, oh, there's one for you. Maybe that means that you are his friend's type. Exactly. But it also always implies... I think that guy's gross, but I bet that's right up your alley. Maybe the other guy was only liked Asian guys or black guys or whatever, but his friend likes. But from behind, guys like I you. am a black guy. That's tr- well. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. It's an interesting phenomenon. Yes. I don't recommend anyone ever do it. If your headphones ever stop working, take them off to warn the world around you, because people will speak about you loudly. And you're not going to like hearing what they have to say. I don't feel like people. Yeah, I don't. No, I just don't. I just I mean don't think... when it's more than two people. Yeah. So, right. and but on a Saturday afternoon, there's very tons busy. of, you know, groups of gay guys just out for a stroll. That's very so, true. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Um, I'm becoming a yoga person. Wow. I got a Groupon, as yeah. I think I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. We've gone to a few classes, my friend Jeffrey and I, and we're going to go every week. And um, how many times a week? Once a week. Well, sure. You're not a yoga person. If you well, I week. do yoga and I'm a person. Did you did you buy a mat? Not yet, but oh, I might. Because you know I have a mat right here. No, no, really? I'll show you where it is. Because they're just... a lot. And then I was like, I could just rent one for $2. No, no, you can just use mine because I'm really? probably never going to ever use it again. Um, But I like it. Mm-hmm. I get like the the way it feels in your body and the sort of uh, mental, emotional space of That's it. That's great. And then, um, but <laughs> the teacher, Jen, is very like, nice and soft and you are what you think about all day long i'm out and <laughs> exactly and all of this stuff and then there was one time we were doing i believe it was warrior two and we'd been going up and down a lot and i kind of lost my balance and leaned against the wall and when i stood back up she could see my face was kind of like flushed and my eyes were like like i was about to pass out mm-hmm. and then i tried moving down again and, and i came back up and i was still there and she's been like peaceful peaceful walking over to me she goes Going to Charles Pose. Like, she Jesus. just, <laughs> she just like dropped yeah. her, like, sort of. Um, that was very Madonna. Shanti, Shanti, Shanti. Going to Charles Pose. I got it. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm on it. So I had to do that for a while. And then I caught my breath and I was back up. And then everything was okay. Let me just say, I'm not a fan of yoga, but that fucking Child's Pose 
is it's your favorite the shit that is what do you the, love so much I about just it i love it i love everything about it i love how it feels i love being just taking a fucking load off i love my arms outstretched i love looking at the earth like god damn it what have you done to me planet yeah. and i love just ass I've also just ps if you ever have gas that you can't get rid of you get into that child's pose for a couple minutes and everything's going to just work itself right on out. I don't know if it's I love it. gravity, if the bubbles go up. I don't know how that yeah. works exactly, but that's nice. Uh, I fucking love child's pose. And it's really good when my back is hurting. I yes. Do, yes, I'm a child's poser. So there you go. There you go. Um, I have one more thing to say. Okay, good. Because um, I think I'm fresh. Oh, I want to talk about Palm Springs. Um, I'm sorry. Let me finish that up. Because yeah. we talked about Palm Springs. Shorts. Don't know when it's showing yet, but I think... My friend Clark has rental property down there, mm. and I think I can get a house for the weekend and invite all the cast and crew down. That's Fun, exciting. right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm exploring that option. Right. So, and um, the Frontiers in the uh, section where Palm Springs is all, all at, they yeah. had a big ad for um, the festival, and they picked two pic- two movies to show pictures of, and Rubdown was one of them. Oh my God, really that's amazing! Cute picture of Jamie and John like. That's, laughing. That's excellent. I know, right? I loved it. I was like, oh, look at that. That's it's cool. Great. Yeah, so I hear it's fun and cool, and I can't wait. So uh, I think most of our couch potatoes know Drew Drogi. Of course. He's I a know. hilarious uh, comic performer, and he's really known for doing the Chloe Sevigny mm-hmm. videos where he's Chloe. It has come to my attention. Yeah. Um, he's about to do one with Chloe. Amazing. Yeah, he's going to do one with her. Good. And so uh, we, I saw him last Sunday and we were hanging out and he was talking about like, they have like four or five more that they've already shot that are going to be, you know, rolled out. But right. he's afraid like to do the Chloe one. Now he's trying to put it off because he want he feels like after he's done the Chloe one, no one's going to care about the ones. That, and I go, no, because the, when you do the one with her, it's going to get so much attention. It'll bring new eyeballs and people will go back and watch them from the start. Like, it doesn't matter. Just don't worry about that. Just get get Chloe. Like they're always a, funny. Yeah, no matter when. And he's brilliant. And they're so funny. These things. And while we were at Merrick's having drinks on Sunday evening, um, these two guys came over, and one said, "Hey, are you the guy that does Chloe Sevigny?" And then his friend said, "Hey, you're that comedian." To me, right on. And so we were both feeling very important, and because it was Merrick's. We got deflated real quickly. So I will tell mine first. The friend says to me, I saw you do stand up on that Atlantis thing in Puerto Vallarta a few years ago. And I loved it. Oh, my God. I thought you were so funny. None of my friends liked you. And they were like, what? I don't get it. But I was like, no, he's really funny. So that was his compliment. It's a mixed bag. Yeah. Okay. So that was his compliment. And then. But I will say this. You're. Your comedy isn't typical stand-up-y, jokey. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that you... Um... Don't even try it. No, it's, no, no. It's what it no, is. It you know not, what I mean? I don't think yeah. your lowest common denominator comedy. Yeah. That's what no, I'm saying. Sure. And um, if he's there with a bunch of drunk queens... And, right. You know? Yeah. And so then the friend of his says to Drew Drogi. Uh, turns to his friend who's just complimented slash insulted me. And the friend says to him, okay, so this guy drew is hilarious. Um, and he does these Chloe Sevigny videos and, uh, and then he turns to you and goes, what would you call them? I mean, 
They're not comedy. What is it? And Drew just looked at me, and it was that moment where Drew had overheard my compliment slash insult and then just received one of his very own. Right. And so Drew and I laughed our fucking asses off after they laughed. That's great. Because that's like the closest thing is a com- what it is. to a compliment you get in L.A. It's like what that's- it is. But so Drew and I were expanding on it, and it was like, it's not comedy because I like comedy. What is it? How what would you call those things? It's not, well, it's not performance art because that's you know good people like it. what would you call is it acting is it i don't know we were just laughing it's about uncomedy it. yeah that's not good so but yeah so Drew, we were sharing stories about that's good that's very movies and more half compliment exactly so yeah. the half compliment is it's the i uh, love that he's gonna the get master Chloe. stroke of the douche boat that is a douche boat move yeah the, well the they were they cute boat. They have they, to. Be, you have to be yeah. hot to be a douche boat. No, they weren't hot. So they were douche bags. Yeah, they were just douche bags. No, your douche boat is Scott Disick from yeah. Kardashian is a total douche boat. He is. He is. Um, Joan's birthday is Wednesday. Wow, but she's not she's excited about be it. Seventy-eight, uh, and yeah, she don't care. It's not that she hates birthdays right. and like you're not allowed to mention it. It's just that she doesn't care, and yeah. it's not like a big whoop to her, and she hates the idea of. You know, the production assistants making nine dollars an hour, feeling like they need to make make a big to do about her birthday and like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She's like, you guys don't get me stuff. I don't want to do like, yeah. Don't fucking come and sing to me and have cupcakes afterwards, like unless they're for like the staff. But like, I don't, you know, it's just like I don't need that. Yeah. It's not. So, um, but yeah, but so her birthday is uh, is this week, and it made me think, what the fuck am I gonna get her for Christmas? Like I'm freaking out about it, and it's six months away. But, like, what do you get Joan... Like, what do you buy for Joan Rivers? I will think about that. I know. So I I offer that up to the couch potato community. If anyone knows of a, a really, you know, a gift that might be interesting or unique or something that she would... You know, because last year I had the Russian nesting dolls made that was the cast of the fashion police that all yeah. stacked up inside. And that she loved... And I was like, look, you can just show some people and throw it away. Like, if you don't want to keep another Trotsky, I totally get it. And she loves it, and it's in her office in New York, and she thinks it's hilarious. I bet. It sounds you know, really cool. But, like, we we'd only been working together a few months at that point. This yeah. Christmas, I have to, like, kind of up the ante. Hmm. I know. Hmm. What do you get for Joan Rivers? A uh, massage with full release? Well... I'm not saying she don't need it. <laughs> I'm just saying that I wouldn't know the first place. Uh, um, all right. Well, I guess we should wrap things up. Huh? Oh, I have one other thing. Okay. Uh, my friends Doug and John got a lot of pilots for the next year to watch through yes. another friend of theirs. And I was watching one called Smash with them, which is the Steven Spielberg produced pilot about mm-hmm. mounting a big musical. Yes. And it's got Deborah Messing in it and uh, Megan Hilty mm-hmm. and Catherine McPhee. And it is so great. That's good. I loved it. It was so smart. And now, are they doing it compelling. during the summer? No, it's not it even going to. No, not, like mid-season. I think it's going to be like January. Oh, wow. We have to wait okay. a long time. But I was like, oh, my God. This is so good. So are they going to reshoot the pilot? I hope not. I mean, I don't think so. I don't know. It would be so weird for it to be a year old. By the I time don't know. Airs, I mean, maybe no they're shooting. Look the same. Maybe they're shooting now, but they're just not going to air it until then. But That's it's really, strange, yeah. really good. Angelica Houston's in it. It's mm. grown up, and there was a scene where Megan Hilty is on the phone. She's got a call back to play Marilyn Monroe in this musical, and she's on the phone with her family in the Midwest or somewhere, and 
she's like, I'm so excited. I have this callback. It's a really big deal. And, and you could, you only hear the one side of the conversation, but that you could tell that they're not getting it or, yeah, totally. And she's like, well, that's cool. I, it sounds like a good thing for the dealership. Yeah. Well, that sounds like it's right up his, you know, like you feel like, right. Uh, you're not excited and supportive. Yeah. And not that you're, if you're off pursuing some showbiz dream, your stuff's bigger than everyone else around. But I've, I've had that phone call where they're like, they just don't get it. It's a different right, world. Totally. And I was like, Oh, that is so well observed. And then there was another scene where Catherine McPhee's parents, she's an, a struggling waitress, wants to be an actress. Uh, and her parents come from Ohio to have dinner with her and her boyfriend. And she, they always try to talk her into leaving. They always don't like, I worry about you. And there's so much rejection. And, and she's like, no, this is what I'm doing. And, and they're, they're kind of like passive aggressively, like hammering her. And she's like, well, sometimes dreams are hard. And it was like, yeah, that's it. It was like this moment of like purity. And I just felt connected to it. And I just felt like I hadn't seen it before told that way. And I hope that people like it. I mean, it's about mounting a Broadway show. Yeah. Maybe the Gleeks will move on to it or something, but I don't know. Keep an eye out for it. I loved it. That's awesome. And sometimes dreams are hard. Sometimes hard. dreams are hard. They're hard sometimes. Sometimes Mexican massage givers dicks aren't. And uh, they just, maybe they have rotten technique too. It's not about you, Tony. It's not. No, dreams are hard. Dreams are hard. Crank that music. <laughs> Go on. Um, All righty. Well, crank we that AM appreciate radio. you guys listening. We yes. will be back in a week. Uh, in the meantime, check out our sponsors, VanityMark.com, for the world's greatest lip balm, Dr. Kiss. And my DVD, Dennis Hensley 5-Pack, on FilmBaby.com. Absolutely. Yes. Also, you can always email us, and we sure hope that you will, at TheComedyCouch at gmail.com. You can find me uh, on Facebook at Tony Tripoli or at TonyTripoli.com. Dennis is also on Facebook and available at Dennis I got some new Facebook friends because folks wanted to see the Mexican pics or the Mexipics, as I awesome. call them. Yeah, they wanted to see all the players involved. Yes, yeah. as well they should. Yeah, That's excellent. True. Well, as always, we love you for listening, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.